broadcasting live from SOAR 2023 at the Gas South District Convention Center in Duluth, Georgia. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio, brought to you by Oberman Law Firm, helping you navigate the complexity of workplace issues. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. John Ray back with you at SOAR 2023, the annual conference of SHRM Atlanta. Uh, it's been a fantastic conference, uh, lots of smiles and happy folks that are delighted to be back, uh, HR leaders in the metro Atlanta area. Uh, it's been terrific. And uh, just a reminder that if you missed it, you missed being in a great new location, the Gas South District Convention Center, a beautiful facility. And uh, uh, we'll we'll see whether Sherm's back, uh, Soar is back here again next year. But uh, but it's been a great conference. Uh, and just a reminder, folks, that this series of interviews is being underwritten by Overman Law Firm. If you've got complexities in the workplace that need uh, great legal assistance, check out Overman Law Firm. Motivational speaker Rob Dubin has joined me uh, here at the desk. Rob, welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here, and Sherm Atlanta does such a great job putting on a really impressive conference. It's a wonderful to be a part of it. Yeah, they really do, and you go to a lot of these, so you know you know a conference or two, right? I do. I get to speak at uh, HR and other types of conferences all over the country, and mm-hmm. uh, but it's a pleasure to be here in Atlanta, and especially Sherm Atlanta. As I say, they put on a really nice uh, conference. There's some tremendous, tremendous speakers here. For sure. And you're one of them. So let's let's talk a little bit about you and your work. Well, thank you. Well, I teach employee happiness. I teach happiness, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, certainly in the HR world, I teach uh, employee happiness. And so I speak at conferences to explain really how we make people happy, how we make our employees happy so that we turn around the great resignation and quiet quitting and uh, the poor engagement that we're seeing mm-hmm. across the country. And uh, I go into organizations and I do half-day and full-day workshops on happiness. And we all have this mistaken idea about happiness. We think it's something that happens to us when we tick all the right boxes in life, when we get right. the good education and we get the good job and we get the new car and the house and the perfect partner and all those things, then we're supposed to be happy. And it just doesn't work that way. But fortunately, uh, there's a science to happiness. It's actually the science of positive psychology. So there's a tremendous amount of scientific background for what I teach. And happiness, like anything else, can be taught. Hmm. Just like if you wanted to learn to play the guitar or learn to play tennis, you would first decide you wanted to learn to play guitar. You wanted to be a guitar player. So you'd make that decision. And then you would take some lessons and, you know, watch YouTube videos or get some instruction. And then you would practice the skills of the guitar or the piano or whatever you wanted to learn. Or your job itself is the same way. You went to school for that. Mm -hmm. And happiness can be taught the same way. There are... Uh, first, the decision is you make the decision you want to be happy, yep. just like you made a decision you wanted to be a guitar player, and then you uh, learn the skills of happiness and practice those skills, and over time you become significantly happier. And I've taught this with uh, lots and lots of people, and it never fails to, it always works. So what you're saying, if I can um, kind of summarize it, what it sounds like to me you're saying is that Happiness is not some external thing that uh, if only this or that will happen to me, um, that it's internal. Exactly. That type of hap- that well, it's both. 
Okay. So that that external type of happiness, I mean, when you do get a, a raise or you get a you know new promotion or you meet the right partner or you get the new car, all those things do make you happy. Mm-hmm. But that's actually called hedonic happiness. It comes from the same root word as hedonism. Mm-hmm. So it's happiness that makes you feel good for a moment, mm-hmm. just like eating a piece of chocolate or having a glass of wine or whatever makes you feel good for a moment. Right. But there's another type of happiness called eudaimonic happiness. And the philosopher Aristotle talked about it, the Dalai Lama talks about it. And this type of happiness comes from personal growth, from getting outside of our comfort zone and growing personally. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting ready to do a TED Talk in a couple of weeks on exactly that part of it. Okay. But when we teach people these skills of how to find this eudaimonic happiness, so I go into an organization and part of what I do is something called dream harvesting which is where we help people set their goals and dreams of things they really want to accomplish. And we go through a specific set of skills, some of which comes from what I learned from Tony Robbins and neuro-linguistic programming. But we teach them skills to practice these skills of happiness, to go after their big dreams. And then when they have that kind of personal growth, it makes them much, much happier than a hedonic happiness you know, kombucha on tap in the break room or the massage chairs or whatever your other benefits are. Sure. And this deep kind of happiness is what stays with you, and it raises your happiness level over time. And people then have a full, happy home life and a fuller, happier work life. Engagement goes up. Happy employees are so much more profitable. In one study with insurance salespeople, they did happiness training and the sales went up 37%. So happy employees are very, very profitable. They stay on the job. They don't leave. We, you don't have the engagement and retention problems that we're seeing. Yeah, wow. So you hit on something I think is so uh, important. Uh, you know, the ping pong tables or the uh, espresso bars or whatever that some companies uh, think is uh, a shortcut to employ happiness and fulfillment is really that momentary happiness that you're talking about, right? It only works for a moment, right? and it works less and less over time. So even if somebody loves the massages, for instance, the first massage maybe moves you a lot towards happiness. You feel great about it. The tenth massage doesn't do so much, Mm -hmm. and that's why all those benefits, They after a while, the massage chairs are a perfect example. The first three months, they're always in use. Six Mm -hmm. months later, they sit there gathering dust. And in the meantime, they didn't move anybody to say, oh, I'm going to stay on my job because now I'm so happy I got this massage. It's ridiculous. So some of those benefits are necessary. I'm not saying we shouldn't have them. But if you teach people how to be better at being happy, you leverage the return on investment of all those other things you're already doing. Hmm. And then you do teach the other type of happiness that I mentioned. And that's where you really get the benefit of happy employees. And The the interesting thing that's happened is that in 2021, there were 47 million people that left their jobs. And in response, we put in all these new benefits and compensation went up and, you know, HR departments trotted out all kinds of things to try and stop the great resignation. Then in 2022, with the pandemic behind us Mm -hmm. and all these new programs in place, 50 million people left their jobs. So all that traditional stuff that we did didn't work at all. It's not working much in 2023. And so the solution is actually focusing on giving people a really 
happier whole life, not just the work portion of their life, but their whole life teaching them how to be happier human beings. And happiness can be taught. I teach it. Harvard University started a happiness studies course. It became the most popular course in the history of Harvard. Mm. Yale University started a happiness studies course. It became the most popular course in the history of Yale University. So how to be better at being happy can be taught just like any other skill can be taught. Rob, let me ask you this. What What is happiness? I mean, I know this is a basic thing, but we, we've all got different ideas about that, right? And and is part of what you teach uh, your uh, students, those in your charge, th- th- how they ought to view happiness? Not really. Okay. Uh, first of all, happiness, as I said, it's, it is a decision. You need to decide you want to be a happier person. Right. And... What makes you happy is not the same thing that's going to make me happy, Mm -hmm. but it comes from things like this eudaimonic happiness comes Mm -hmm. from personal growth. Mm -hmm. So you may want to learn how to play the guitar or learn how to be a good chef or learn singing or whatever. I may want to grow in some other area of my life. So it's not going to be the same for us, but it is that personal growth, the things that add purpose and meaning to your life. So... uh, I started a scholarship years ago for some uh, students. My wife and I lived on a sailboat, and we were sailing around the world for 17 years. Oh, wow. And when we were in Indonesia, I met a young woman who was just so inspiring, and she met us, and she wanted to be our guide so she could practice her English. And so she was so inspiring. We wanted to do something for other girls like her, and her parents made a total of $200 a month. Oh, wow. But luckily, she had gotten a scholarship to to go to school. And so we realized that there must be so many other young women like her. So we started a scholarship program and we funded it with just the other itinerant sailors like ourselves who were passing through this community. It took us one week to set up this whole scholarship program. That was 14 years ago. And we've sent 29 kids through college now. Wow. So congratulations. Well, thank you. So for me, that gives me so much happiness, mm-hmm. the fact that I've been able to help so many other people. So that's my definition for happiness. As I say, yours could be something completely different, but it's probably something that evolve in, involves personal growth, focusing on something bigger than yourself, as we did when we started this scholarship for other people, focusing right. on others. So contribution to other people, focusing on your gratitude. So here's a really quick strategy uh, that your listeners can yeah, try. Please. I teach a nine-part framework of happiness, but the simplest little thing you can do is start a gratitude journal. Mm. So each day, just get a little, any kind of book you want to write it in, and take five minutes toward the end of each day and write down five things that you're grateful for. And they mm. can be little things or big things. It can be that your favorite song came on the radio while you were driving home. Mm. You wore your favorite outfit today. Your kid did came home and had a big smile from school. Mm-hmm. So it can be anything or it can be a big deal. But write down five things that you're grateful for. And even if it only takes you a minute to write them, spend five full minutes focusing on why those things make you grateful. Mm. And science tells us it takes about a month for something to become a habit. But each day you do that, this, if you do it for a month, each day you're doing it, your brain is triggering all the happy chemicals, dopamine and serotonin and all these chemicals that make you feel good. So if you do this for a month, you will be feeling good every day you do it, and it'll likely become a habit and you'll want to continue doing it. And whether you write it down every day or not, 
if you focus on the things you're grateful for every day, just that one practice will change your life and how much happiness you feel. Oh, wow. Uh, Great words here from Rob Dubin. He's a motivational speaker and trainer. Uh, Rob, talk about how you work with clients. Obviously, you do speaking engagements like here at uh, the SOAR 2023, but uh, talk about some of the work you do for people that want to drill into your expertise. Well, I go into organizations and I I have a number of different offerings. I can do just a keynote speech on happiness that, that motivates people. Mm-hmm. But the real benefit is when I do either the half day or a full day workshop sure. and I teach these actual skills of happiness. So when the people leave, they change their life. And I've done this with lots of people over time mm-hmm. and uh, people part of what they do in this workshop is they come up with a list of their dreams and goals. And then I give them specific skills to help them achieve those goals. And uh, for instance, I did one workshop a little while ago and I stayed and I tracked the results. Uh, and in my workshop, I used the example of, let's say your goal was you wanted to take your family on a European vacation. And when that resonated with a lot of people, because a lot of people want to travel, especially post-pandemic, so 30% of the people in that course within six months had taken an overseas vacation with their family. Mm. One person had stopped smoking. It's been six months. He still hasn't smoked. Mm. Others have accomplished other types of goals. So that's just one piece of it. But those goals and the growth that they bring with them brings that eudaimonic happiness. So, and 100% of the people in the course reported being happier, focusing more on their own happiness than they had in the past. And then I broke down nine different areas of their life that are you happier in this area? And uh, people were from uh, four to uh, yeah four to seven areas of the nine, they were happier in four to seven. Mm. And they were happier by three points from on a scale from one to 10. Oh, wow. So, and that was... You know, that is you know, in a six-month tracking of people. So there's just huge results. Organizations do this. What happens is they build a resilience and optimism in their workforce that is lacking. And resilience is the antidote to burnout. Mm. And optimism makes all the problems that we have in our work world smaller. So... I have a saying that the uh, the experience of our lives isn't what happens to us, but it's how we think about what happens to us. Mm. The experience of our lives isn't what happens to us, but how we think about what happens to us. And happy people think differently. So the HR department can't solve every problem of every bad boss or right. DEI issues or microaggressions or a corporate culture that's less than ideal. But somebody who's been through this happiness training and boosted their optimism level all of those problems are shrunken in their mind. They, they mm. still exist, but they're much smaller to them because they see optimism, they see positives rather than the negatives. And then, of course, we build resilience in people, and resilience prevents burnout. Great words here from Rob Dubin. He's a motivational speaker, trainer. Uh, Rob, this has been great, and uh, I, I think I'm feeling happier just because if I had this conversation with you. I can see the smile on your face, and I do believe it. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for stopping by. And, and hey, thanks for the great work you do. I mean, you, you, you obviously are changing people's lives all over the world, and uh, uh, we're just delighted we could celebrate and honor that work. So thank you for stopping by. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, but before I let you go, I want to ask the most important question because I know there's some folks that have listened, listened to this interview and want to know more about you. So how can they connect with you? Uh, well, I have a f- the, the workshop that I teach, which costs uh, 
quite a bit of money. I have a miniature version of it that people can download for free. Mm-hmm. And if they want to text the word happier to uh, 33777, so just text to 33777, text the word happier, and there's a whole number of uh, resources they can download about happiness mm. um, from, well, it's the, it's the framework I teach and a number of other things. But it's all free. There's quite a number of resources there. So just uh, text the word happier to 33777 and uh, find yourself finding a happier life starting right now. That's terrific. Rob Dubin, folks. Uh, Rob, this has been great. Thank you again for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. I love what you guys do. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. This episode of North Fulton Business Radio is underwritten by Oberman Law Firm. Oberman Law helps local, regional, and national clients manage the sensitivities of employee relations in the workplace.